This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, I'm Stephen Grisowski, Communications Manager at RMA. The Voices in Risk Management podcast series celebrates the diversity of experience, background, and skill that is driving the best risk management practices of today and will be a must in meeting the challenges and complexities of the future. In this episode of the series, I'm joined by Elizabeth Wilson, Operational Risk Manager at Atlantic Union Bank, to discuss her career, mentoring, gender diversity issues, and ESG. Elizabeth, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Stephen. So Elizabeth, how have you worked your way up to your present role of Operational Risk Manager at Atlantic Union? I started as a part-time teller and it was serendipitous really. I was looking for more work experience and uh, an opening at a a branch near my home uh, happened to present itself. So I went for it and found that I was good at it. So I kept on going and I soon moved to full-time and then worked my way to the back office where eventually I ended up managing our combined regulatory and fraud processing teams. And that's when I set my sights on risk management. Great. When during your banking career did you realize you wanted to make your way into risk management? The first time I was part of a risk assessment, I was actually on the other side of the table. I was representing the business line. But I found that I had such an immediate affinity to the process. I really enjoyed being able to think of everything that could potentially go wrong and then getting to write it down. And I I pretty much decided then and there that was the career path I wanted to pursue. But in the meantime, I was tasked with leading a pretty significant remediation effort for the bank. And so that effort sort of became an inadvertent audition, I think, for my current role, because there were so many risks inherent in that project that I sort of instinctively hedged and and tried to reduce. Um, But it was not long after that effort that my current boss recruited me. Elizabeth, have you had anyone mentor you or have you mentored anyone else throughout your career? I have had three mentors, all three, another risk management program. And I I really think that the mentor relationship, it's one of sacred trust, mentor and mentee. You are really exposing the less polished parts of yourself professionally to somebody else, the parts that you wish were more polished. And it it can feel daunting uh, to be sharing that with somebody, but I I think it's important, uh, even if it makes me uncomfortable, to to push myself to that, that place of discomfort so I can continue to grow and to learn. Great. What challenges have you encountered while climbing the ladder in your career? And How have you overcome these challenges as a woman in banking? Back when I was at the branch, we had a customer come in one day and I was helping him and he asked a question and I gave him the answer. It was a very basic question and had a a very basic response, but he proceeded to go down the teller line and all the, all the tellers were ladies at that point. And he asked each teller the same question and each lady responded with the same answer. He then crossed the lobby and asked the ladies at the desk the same question, and they gave him the same response. And he proceeded to stand there, kind of looking around him, until the only man who worked in the branch came back from lunch. And 
the customer went up to my male colleague and he asked the same question. And my male colleague gave the same answer. And the customer said, thank you, and walked away. And so for a year, every time that customer came in, I strove for excellence. I tried my best to make sure he had the best customer service. I worked to develop a rapport. And we got to the point where we were, we were friendly. We would greet each other warmly. And one day he came in about a year later and I was helping him and he asked a question and I gave him a response and he started to turn his head and look around, but then he turned back to me and he said, thank you. And it took a year, but because I spoke to him with my professionalism, with my self-respect and with my work ethic, I believe I changed his perception of me. And if I made him look at me differently, I hope that he looked at the next woman differently too. And so throughout my career, when I have encountered bias, unconscious or otherwise, I try to see it as an opportunity to educate and to do my best work because I really feel that if I can change how someone looks at me, I can maybe, not just for my own benefit, but maybe make it better for the next woman, for the next person. And I, I really do believe if you stand up for yourself, you stand up for everyone. Great advice. Elizabeth, ESG is a very important issue at many institutions and, and more importantly at your institution. Can you talk a little bit about the ESG framework you've been working on this year? I have been tasked with setting up and establishing our ESG risk framework. So at this point, we are working very closely with our business partners to educate them on ESG criteria, uh, to establish baseline risk assessments and to document current control infrastructures and to start uh, searching for those additional opportunities. But uh, I think ESG in general can seem so very complex, but at Atlantic Union Bank, it, it really, boils down ultimately to something pretty simple. I think we feel that if you're keeping your finger on the pulse of what shareholders and investors and consumers want, and, and you're positioning yourself to meet those wants and needs, you're really aligning already with ESG expectations. And so that's a mindset that makes my job as a risk manager that much easier. Because for us at Atlantic Union Bank, it pretty much just boils down to ESG is doing good business. Great. So Elizabeth, to wrap up, what would you tell a young person who may be on the fence in pursuing a career in banking? I think after the Great Recession, banking was a, a less than optimal career choice, especially for a younger generation. But I would say that the world has changed since then and that banks have evolved in tandem with it. That was evidenced, I think, um, very distinctly at the start of the pandemic, especially through banks focused on the SBA PPP program. And also when it comes to continued effort to align with ESG principles for most financial institutions. And so it's, it's no longer just about moving money back and forth. Now it's about moving the needle. So I think what I would say to a young person pursuing a career in banking 
is that banks are the backbone of our nation's economy. And as a young person, you would have a chance to be part of that system. You would be there to help customers find financial security. You would be engaging with the communities around you. You would be helping everyone to get a fair shot at the American dream. And I think that is good work. That is decent work. And it's work that needs to be done. Elizabeth, this has been a very informative discussion as part of our Voices in Risk Management series. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you.